Hello, Two Principles podcast listeners. We are so grateful for all your support and appreciate you checking in with us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate review our podcast. You can also follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Two Principles. Check us out on the web at twoprinciples.com. We're so grateful for our Two Principles podcast partners, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Greenboy Brand. We want to thank Greenboy Brand for helping us design our two principles artwork and logo. They can help you customize your brand. If you're looking for an artwork designer logo or some cool merch, check them out at greenboybrand.com. Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, where we help you get out of your head and into your heart. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. I'm Tom Brenner, and I'm hanging with the Two Principles. Now, you're still at Cloquet Middle School, right? Yep. yep. And you are the 2023 Secondary Principal of the Year. Correct. Yeah. Big time. We got a big time. Congratulations. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Secondary principal of the year. So we'll have to make mention of that. So Tom, uh, do you have any favorite food? Any food that's like a go-to food for you that you're like, uh, couldn't live without? You know, I I really like uh, pasta. Pasta. But it's, you know, it's one of those things the older you get that's, <laughs> you can't love it too much. <laughs> you got to love it on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> it starts to stick to you, right? Yeah, it starts to sure. like, wait a second. Yeah. yeah. Anything pasta related. You like you a red sauce? What red, you... red sauce. Yep. Yep, for sure. All right. Meat in there or... Yep. With right. the, yep. Oh, that's a good, good answer. But yeah, it's a, like I said, the older you get the homemade or do you go you got a restaurant up there in Cloquet? Uh there's a there's a few restaurants in Duluth. Oh yeah. Because we're twenty miles out of mm-hmm. Duluth. Yeah. So so there's a few restaurants in Duluth that what, what are the ones know. in Duluth? I've got I've there, got uh, three um, kids up there. We'll I have three kids up there now. Uh, Vabian is a cafe, like Italian cafe. It's wonderful. Okay. And then, uh, then there's a couple other places, but that I would say that's that's probably the go-to place in Duluth for for me and my wife. Hmm. So, I'm gonna have you to ever che- been to that one? No, I haven't. I'm gonna check it out. It's right, I, on, it's right on the lakefront the, down there by. Uh, 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 I, I can't even remember, but it's right on the lakefront. Is it by, like, just give me, some, like, is, you know, or we sometimes will stay at Fitker's. It's it's right, it's like two doors down from Fitker's. Oh, bam. That's got to be new, because I, I lived in oh, Duluth, yeah. too, out of high school. I yeah, went to college it, it is there. newer. Yeah, I was going to say. Are you a UMD grad? Uh, I didn't graduate from there. Okay. Uh, I had a lot of fun there. Okay. Um, I went to school there for a few years, but I, I lived there in, in total for probably like three and a half years. All right. Uh, worked at Sir Ben's. Yeah. Is that still there? Is that still there? Right across okay. their kitty corners from, from the Italian That was place. a great job. Um, yeah, I got some connections. My yeah. uh, guy I went to high school with is the newly appointed police chief in Duluth. Oh, really? Yeah, Mike uh, Sanoa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He graduated with Good my brother. Him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was in my wedding. Yeah, and I've got I've got 
well, you know, Tom, I've got two. I've got two of them going up. Two of them up there right now at UMD, and now I've got a third one going up. Going there. to UMD. Yeah, that's fantastic. So we're gonna have three bulldogs up there. I'm a bulldog, so I'm a bulldog grad. Yeah, I'm a UMD grad. So awesome. I'm a big oh. fan. Yeah, I love big it. Big fan. So. Uh, Bob too. He is. A, he's his kid. I think he's got a kid up there. He going does. to UMD. He does. So, yeah. so it'll be good. Hey, Kev, you ready? Let's do it. Hey, let's raise our frequency today. Let's go. Yeah, and let's go spread some good out into the old podcast universe. Hey, it's that time. Hello and welcome to today's show, summer edition of the Two Principles Pod. As always, super excited to be here today with my good friend, Kevin. And we are extremely excited to have the secondary principal of the year, Tom Brenner. From Cloquet Middle School on the show today, I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost. And we are the Two Principles, the Two Principles podcast, where we put the focus on leadership, work-life balance, stress management, and mental health. Our goal is to equip everyday leaders with practical tools to maintain their overall health and live out a more balanced and fulfilling life. Hey, if this is your first time tuning in to the Two Principles pod, we appreciate you checking us out. There's so many Great podcasts out there, so thanks for tuning in today as we continue on this journey towards a healthier and happier you, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, as always, every episode, we will stay true to the two principles' purpose. We will consider the impact of our words and actions. We will be in the moment. We will stay present. We will give it our best today, and of course, we are always going to try to have a little bit of fun. Tom, you got any questions for us before we get started? Anything you want to know about the two principles? Uh, no, but what I, I do want to say is uh, thank you. I, it's a wonderful show. It's long overdue, uh, you know, and I, I think it's great that you're bringing the, the principle of voice out, the Minnesota principle yeah. of voice out, and then centered around your health and wellness stuff too is because as we all know it's a hard job it's so, a tough job so I, I appreciate what you're doing i've listened to a few of your podcasts and i think you guys are doing a great job i hope it really takes off for you thank, thank you. you appreciate yeah, that appreciate we that. are excited and uh, excited to have you on the show today and again the second he's he you know he's got all the answers secondary principal <laughs> of the year yeah i mean you know everyone's gonna want to tune into this one because yeah. he's gonna he's gonna tell us plus he's from cloquet so you know he's, he's got some good stories too but um Walk-up song. We've been asking our guests walk-up song. So what is your, what's Tom Renner's walk-up song? What are we going to welcome Well, Tom to the show with? Being old, there's a, there's a lot of goodies out there mm-hmm. for me. But, you know, I, I, was, I was thinking ACDC, but, but it have to be, uh, it's got to be Guns N' Roses. All right. Right? Welcome to the jungle. Welcome it's got to be that. Right, that that's the go. classic. That is a good one. Old-timer walk-up song. Oh, yeah, this right is a, there. How do you... This is great. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome, Tom Brenner, to the Two Principles Pod. We're excited you're here. Welcome to the jungle. We got to wait for this part. Yeah. It's fantastic. Ah, I love it. It's fantastic. That is great. You know, I was a, uh, you know, you guys been to a GNR concert? Uh, just uh, never been to one. Yep, I nope. have. Have you? Yes, I have, and it was good for you. It was. It was. Um, God, when was that here? Like four or five years ago? I don't know, but yeah, it was. It was fun. It was fun to see Axel and Slash and. You know, rekindling that old stuff. And I remember as a kid trying to play, you know, the guitar like Slash and all that stuff. So great walk-up song there, Tom. That's, That's a good a, one. Uh, 
yeah, that, I might incorporate that. <laughs> My assistant might be playing that, and I'll be walking out the next <laughs> our next back to school staff meeting. There you go. Oh, I think That's they would love it. Yeah. Well, love it. you know, I work in a middle school, yeah. so I, I, I have yeah. to be careful. I might get some people really up and going. So, <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's let's get into this, Tom. Again, uh, like Jason said, uh, uh, secondary school principal of the year. Um, we are excited for you to be here sitting down with us and talking about leadership and mental health and wellness and health and all this stuff. So uh, we're just going to get into, you know, normally we do a random question of the day. Um, we're going to do it a little bit different this time. Um, coming from a, a principal lens, uh, we thought it would be fun to ask our guests this week, uh, coming off the school year, what's one highlight and one challenge from the, from the year? Oh, well, let's uh, let's start with the. I, I I think it's it's twofold for me. It kind of goes hand in hand. Our, we've we've been working real hard to uh, uh, up up our uh, ability our, for our kids our, our, our reading stuff. So mm-hmm. we've been sure. really focused on literacy. Uh, so we've we've done a lot of stuff through through literacy and through a literacy lens, uh, content area literacy and stuff like that. And it's it's been really uplifting for our staff, but it's been a, a real challenge. And then through that process, we're just finding we we can't you know through coming through COVID, we we're, we're finding fo- foundational literacy skills to be so poor. And I want as being a middle school guy, I want to send those kids ready to, so they can read. Sure, I yeah. want to send them up to you to the high yeah. school so they can read. Yeah. I, I think that I think that's just crucial. That's where they'll, they'll have the best chance. You know, if, if they, you know, even kids who are turned off a little bit, if they get up to the high school and they find something they're, they're, you know, that, that spark or something that clicks for them, mm-hmm. if they can't read, they're still stuck. Mm-hmm. But if they can, then that spark can take off and they, they, they can go wherever they want and do whatever they want to do. But that's what we're finding uh, through COVID. It, the, the kids foundational right down to the, the core phonics stuff is, is, uh, it's just so lacking. We have such a large number of kids who need remediation in that. And we don't, you know, we don't have, we're not elementary level, so mm-hmm. we don't have even teachers trained in that. Sure. So that's, it's twofold. It's our, our staff is really onto this, but we're finding out we just don't have the resources to kick in, you know, to, to help those kids. Yeah. So, that I mean, would... that, I, I don't, you know, that that's a just a huge thing in my 22nd year. It's just really... For the last three or four years, we've just been so focused on that, and 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 I I think it's really going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference for our kids. Uh, oh, for sure, and literacy, yeah. and and yeah. Um, I think obviously when you can read and write and and do that, you're going to be successful. And if you can, like you said, that yeah. spark into reading or whatever it is to right. find that, that's great. I think that's fantastic. Well, and and more so in the world we live in now. To, to be able to, to read and decipher and mm-hmm, to figure right. out what's what's opinion, what's not opinion, <laughs> and to dig in True more that. so than ever that ability uh, for for kids to go out and be members of our society. It's yeah. so important. Absolutely, Tom. Let's talk a little bit about um, kind of when overall health this is kind of a big one of our big components or pillars of of the Two Principles podcast is when you think about your overall health. What does being a leader in your health and wellness look like to you? Well, I think I think to to be a leader for for doing it as long as I've had to do it, 
I think uh, both mental and physical well-being is is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, to to stay at a high level and to keep going at the pace I want to go at, it, <laughs> it's a it's it's very important to me. What are some of the things you do that uh, kind of keeps yourself going, moving? Uh, well, I'm I'm an exerciser. Yep. So I'm I'm up at five thirty pretty much on the daily, uh, and I, I got a I got different routines I'll go through. But, you know, when I was younger, it was running. Yeah. I, I did a lot of running and, and weightlifting. I got into CrossFit for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, then COVID came and the gym shut down, so mm-hmm. I haven't been back. Uh, but now I, I have a weight weight routine and a walking routine that I, I kind of do every morning. Yeah. So you're so, kind of like routine is you're up at 530 and you're getting doing. Is that five days a week, seven days a week? You, five days a week. It's yeah. Monday through Friday. You know, it's. It, it, it yeah. depends on on the schedule, but on a full week, yeah, Monday through Friday. I'm you getting outside in the morning on your walk, or uh, now I'm getting outside. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. in the winter, We're it's usually treadmill. on the treadmill. Yeah, treadmill and and uh, some type of TV show or, or yeah. a podcast yeah. or or something mm-hmm. like that to, to keep them going. That's so, great. That's awesome. I, it's it's been pretty much my whole whole career. That's been a, you, a big part of yeah. I think, which g- gives me. The energy and keeps me going. So. What do you think? You know, because there are some people that struggle with that, right? And I mean, that's okay. And then some people are like, "Oh, that's really hard for me to do." But what what kind of drives you, or what gets you behind that to to want to keep doing that? Well, I don't. It's I I I, th- I think it's the endorphins. I mm-hmm. and it's one of those things too. I mean, I can tell. My wife can tell. She said, "You need to go exercise." <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you didn't exercise today, yeah. did you? <laughs> she yeah. goes, "You need to go downstairs and." You know, and so, and she, you know, we've always done it together. So that's always helped too. Yeah. I mean, we, she's, she likes to exercise too. So it's always, always been a thing as part of our relationship too. That's great. Did that's you grow a, up playing, like playing sports? Yes. You, I mean, that was a big, big yeah. part of, yeah. I did grow up playing sports. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a big part of, yeah. part of uh, who I was and what I did. So. I think so much too about working on like the time you just said it, you just feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever it is, or your spouse or someone telling you, hey, it's time for you to go work out, clear wow, your head a little bit. So yeah. much research. Right. I mean, it's not just a theoretical thing. I mean, there's scientific proof. Mm-hmm. Right. The right. endorphins and, and just all the all the hormones and everything. So, yeah. Well, that's great. You're 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 we know you get up early. How about how do you like let's just let's just stay on the topic of routines, Kevin, if yeah. we're OK here. Yeah. But, you know, the morning routine, you're up 530, you're getting a workout in. You getting breakfast uh, in the morning, or how do you how are you doing that? Are you a faster? Because some people I'm, fast. I'm a faster. Okay, that's it. I hey, usually like... don't eat till about noon. Okay, yeah. yeah. Coffee. Yeah, uh, but I'm yeah, I'm a faster. And then uh, you're eating at lunchtime, then obviously. Yeah, that's tricky. You know that. As a... <laughs> when do you do it? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you take the first bite and then you uh, take the last bite an hour and forty five uh, minutes it's later. Cold yeah. and it's like, oh, that's cold. It's like, that's tricky. I as I've gotten older, you know, I well, you know, oldest school. I live a block a block and a oh, half away from oh, school. Oh my gosh! So I can run home every now and then too. Oh, and, very but, nice. But not, you know, it doesn't happen very often. How but, long in your career has that been the case? Where you? Uh well, five years. Wow! Because we built a we built a new school five years ago. 
Okay. And it happened to be a block and a half away from how much from time where I live. have you gained back in your life? I mean, that's amazing. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, I, was, I, I suppose it's too, okay. too <laughs> So I used to only live three quarters of a mile from, okay. from where I work. Now I live a block okay. and a half. So I, it's not a, it's not a yeah. huge deal. Yeah. I, it, I tell you where it saves me. The older I get, the more I forget stuff at home. Like, oh, <laughs> I drive up. I don't have my keys. I, drive, I don't have my computer. I got to run. Go back. It saves me, saves me a lot of time. Do you walk? Way. To, to work? I ever? do on occasion walk. Yeah. Um, me and my wife just bought electric bikes. Okay. Oh. I, well, and I'm not a biker. I, yeah. I, I don't like biking. Uh, I, I told you guys before we started, I kind of went through a CrossFit phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that bike was on the schedule, that was that was the worst, worst uh, workout day always <laughs> was when the bike was on the schedule. So yeah. The, that stationary bike. And so she's always wanted to get bikes. And I said, well, this might be the only way you get me on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start riding at the school. Uh, sweet. How about, how about as good. you wind down, like after school or at night, what kind of, do you have any, any routine there? You know, I, in the, you know, my, we're empty nesters now. Yeah. But, you know, for, for so many years, it was chasing kids mm-hmm. from here and there and sure. this and that. And as you know, you know, there's events and stuff we got to, participate in after school but but i don't have any routine i'm more i'm much more energized in the morning than i am at night so i'm getting to the age where i'm where i get home every now and then and i the 15 minute oh yeah take a nap (laughs) like what happened you going to the bed bed at the same time every night (laughs) yeah i try to go to bed about the same time every night but i'm more Mm -hmm. of a night person than i am a than i am a and a, a morning person. Reading, watching shows, binging out on anything. Or? I I I I go through phases. I binge out on reading. Reading. I binge out on TV shows. Yeah, yeah. And me and my wife, you know, you know, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you both, you guys, have. Oh well, yeah. The yes. shows you can't watch because <laughs> you get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You cheated on me. <laughs> you can't watch that show. And it's, you know, some of that stuff. But that's. Like I said, I'm I'm much more focused in the morning, and my staff. You're, if you can talk to my staff, they'll tell me too. I, that that afternoon, I'm just kind of yeah. pretty much shot. Yeah. yeah, I mean the brain's fried. You're tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, and there's other people other ways. You know, the other way, but sure. I'm not. You know, you know, I'm a six hour, six and a half hour sleep. Yeah, a night guy. And, yeah, and I'm the same way. Kind of been the routine. I'm a morning person for sure. So. For sure. Well, let's uh, let's move into another category again. Um, another huge pillar of ours is, is as you know, mental health. Um, pretty general question, but what does mental health mean to you? Um, you know, your own personal experience and, and your own, you know, everyone has a different interpretation on, on what mental health is. Um, what are some trends you're seeing when it comes to education? And uh, what do you think some of the things that we need to do to address it, maybe in, in education and principalship and, and just all of that kind of put together? Well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, early in my career, mental health was not, mm-hmm. right? just not a thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you know, I, I grew up and, you know, it was one of those things where where it was just put on the back burner and you didn't think about it and you had, you dealt with it and you hid your stuff and that's it. And, and, and I'm still, I'm still, you know, people would tell you, I'm still very closed off. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm hard, I'm, you know, I'm a wall guy sure. and stuff like that. I have seen the importance of it as I've gotten older. Uh, my wife, Michelle, has, has really helped me through that. Having three children mm-hmm. have really helped me through that. I, I have two older boys, and, and my youngest is, is, a, is a girl, my daughter. My daughter has taught me a lot about that stuff and, and how to get in tune with that. So, so I, I think it's become more important to me as, mm-hmm. I, as I've gotten older, but I'm still, you know, just chugging along. Um, I wouldn't say I, I'm resistant to it, yeah. but I'm still not all there with it, I would say. So, but I, I, I see it, the trends in our school. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, they're there. Yeah. And that's just, I would say that's just like we started with the reading. We we're we're in triage. We, we don't have the resources to meet all the needs that kids are bringing to school these days. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that grow immensely. And I've seen some wonderful things happen through when we can get kids services. Yeah. You know, so, and I, you know, I, that's a rabbit. I don't. No, it I, is a rabbit. I will hole. tell that's, you. That's fine. That's something I struggle with too at school because you know when when my kids, you know, or your kids, I'm sure if they need any type of mental health services, you can hook them up with mm-hmm. outside services. Yep. And they can build relationships mm-hmm. and move. But some of our most vulnerable kids who can't get those services, and we're hooking them up with those services, we see a revolving door of mm-hmm. therapists coming through all the time and stuff. That, I struggle with that. I it struggle is. immensely with that. <clears throat> the kids who need the kids who need a steady relationship the most mm-hmm. don't necessarily always get it, mm-hmm. you know, because because that therapy, you know, th- and I don't blame the therapists. They're coming in, getting experience, and moving up, and right. they're they're doing what anyone would do right. when they want to get better. So they go more into a private mm-hmm. firm and 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 get a better job. And I I don't blame them, but. Boy, I, that's a struggle. I, I really think if we want to fix that, we, I, I say, hey, give me the money. Let me hire the person. Let me make it worthwhile and, and try to keep that person so they can build those relationships yeah. those, those kids need. Like I said, my most vulnerable kids, they, they have people walking in and out of their life all the time, and they don't need a therapist to do it six mm-hmm. months in. I would say, Tom, you know, you had mentioned just, you know, with yourself, you know, kind of sometimes we put that wall up. And when we do talk about mental health and we do talk about the principalship and, um, you know, mental health is just part of our being, right? And that's really what we're trying to get out. And I think more and more um, people are talking about it. And it's okay to talk about it. And it's okay to say, you know what, I'm struggling or I'm not, whatever it is, but it is part of our being and all that stuff. But one of the things that we're seeing in the principalship, there's there, there's a lot of principals that struggle, and 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 I'm not saying that that is a bad thing. I'm just saying is, what can we do to help support and give these principals, you know, resources or supports to to help them, you know, get back on track? Because what I've noticed is we're all gonna go through the ups and downs of life. There's no, and I said this, I said, we just said this to, to Bob drivers. There's no like perfect la la land, you know, you're gonna live in. You're gonna have ups and downs. But when, when we have those downs, really to help, I think what I'm noticing, and I wanna say this, is that sometimes principals, we don't wanna say we need help, right? We wanna just put the guard on and say, I can deal with this and I'm gonna be okay. But how can we collectively create uh, maybe a small community or community that says, hey, you know what, it's okay. 
to to talk about or it's okay to say hey where can i maybe go uh i i think that's important and you know just thinking back you you guys had bob dockendorf on and yeah, yeah. how brave is he for coming on Come and talking yeah. about his story I mean that was fantastic, but mm-hmm. but that's what we need. We need leaders like Bob, who's respected, mm-hmm. and 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 we need people to to stand up and say, "Hey, it's okay, right? It, it it's okay to not be okay, all right." And 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 then we also have to like like you know I'm part of this association, our principals association, the Minnesota Association. We have to provide those types of. Re- I mean that's a mm-hmm. something we need to start talking about and provide those resources for those people. Um, through our association, that mm-hmm. would be an added value to their membership. But I, I think that's important that we say, you know, we, we're able to step up and say, hey, you know, I'm not okay. I need help. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. But we, you're, we're, we're running a building. I have 100 people in my building. You know, I, and I answer, you know, I answer to all. I mean, every one of them can walk through my door and stuff. So I, you know, that's the hardest thing is to say I'm not okay because there's so many people who are walking through my door are not okay and I want to be there for them too. Right. So it's that whole thing, you know, it's that balance. Like how can I be a good leader for them, uh, show empathy for them, get them the help they need when they need help, um, but also admit to myself, yeah. hey, this is taking a toll on me or this, pe- you know, I, all right, I, it's, a, it's okay to be down. Yeah. That mm-hmm. makes the ups a little bit better. But when you're down, down mm-hmm. and you need help. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's where the system has to change because we, we, we can't, that system can't move forward if it truly doesn't acknowledge that the leader can't be unwell at times. Right. <laughs> like right. we, we have to be in a system where, right where it is okay, like you said, to not be okay. Um, well, and I, I would bet your staff would would be okay with right. you being vulnerable. Yeah. And yep. I'm Absolutely. guaranteeing my staff would rally behind me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's, so it's not necessarily that they're all there. It's, yeah. a, it's the... It's the people who go into leadership maybe sometimes yeah. thinking they, they can't show that. Yeah. You know, like me, I, let's, you know, it's some of my mental mindset that I have to get over. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Like I said, I, I think my staff would be really supportive of me if I ever, you know, sure. if I reached out and said, hey, I'm going through this. I got to step back. Mm-hmm. I, I think they'd be over the overly supportive. Absolutely. Of and I would say too, I think sometimes as leaders, principals, teachers, whatever, we pour our hearts out to yeah. everybody else. We keep pouring our hearts out to everybody else. And then we forget about us. And I think, actually, I don't think I know. We need to start with us, take care of ourselves. Because if we're taking care of ourselves, we are going to be better for those around us. And and there's no, it's no fault of anybody's, but in the profession that we're in, we, we pour our hearts out. We pour our hearts out. That's what we do. We, that's what we want to do. But we need to step back and say, wait a second here. I got to fill me up. I got to take care of me because mm-hmm. if I'm taking care of me, I'm going to be better and then I'll be better, better for those around me. So, right. A hundred percent. And, and like, like I said, with me personally, it, it's kind of my own mindset. I'm, I'm, I'm very good at going downstairs and, and pounding the treadmill or yeah. lifting, doing and yeah. working out the, the physical part of it. But the mental part of it is just, it's but a I mindset. Go I gotta, I gotta work. Well, it does. Yeah, it does. It makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. 
But like I said, there's also times when working out's not just going to sure yeah, solve Absolutely. the problem. Right? Yeah. You know what so I mean? So true, yep. And there's times when you just need help. Yeah. You need somebody to talk to. I mean, I'm I'm very fortunate. Um, my assistant principal, who's who's been alongside of me the whole time I've been, almost the whole time I've been there, uh, and we were we we taught together. Okay. Uh, before we moved into the, the leadership roles, and we are best friends. So I work next to my best friend every day, and I and I do have that opportunity to go in there and close the door. Love it. And and say, hey, I don't know what I'm. You know, this yeah. is not working for me. And I also have that that same opportunity to go in there and close the door about personal matters because mm-hmm. yeah. our families are, are real close. Sure. I mean, we, our families grew up together. Heck, my daughter and his daughter are living together in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we're, we're very close. So I, I, that, that is a, a piece that I'm very fortunate to have um, because, like I said, and, and, and it works both ways. He's able to, to shut the door and, and come in and, and let me know both, professionally yeah where i'm screwing up which he likes to do often <laughs> i uh, think that's so I, tom but, i think that's so important and i think we need to continually talk about that and build capacity there when it comes to principles and you're fortunate enough to have that in your building some principles aren't as fortunate to have that but maybe there's somebody else that they can find that they can trust that they can talk to just about life talk about leadership talk about whatever you know, we're really fortunate here, you know, um, Kevin and I, we, we're on a great team. We have fun, we laugh, we can be serious, we can, um, you know, at times we can, we've got to be there for one another because we have stuff comes up, crises come up either in personal stuff or family stuff. That happens so be in there. Rogers too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Yes, it's not it all unicorns and <laughs> everything that everybody thinks about itself. <laughs> Uh, but you're, you're right. That's, I mean, that's, that's a huge piece. Um, and, and that's a, another piece, you know, in rural, when you get outside, when, there's a lot of principals who don't have a sense of principles. Right. They don't have help. They, mm-hmm. they don't have, that's where like this association, the principals association is so important when you get out there. Uh, so you can pick up that phone and make phone calls to people you, who you know and trust and can sometimes just listen, right? You know, you know, sometimes you don't need advice; you just need to have somebody listen mm-hmm. to you about who are who's in your shoes, and and know and knows what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Is your wife in education? My wife uh, is in education. Yeah, she is. Okay, she's a uh, she for um, forever. She was a Title One director and a reading specialist. Okay, um, just. Last year, I think uh, she's coming up on her year out of education. She got kind of sniped by a publishing company oh. to write reading curriculum. And uh, so she's been doing that. She gets to work from home. And yeah. uh, she's been doing that for the last year. Okay. But yeah, she's... So I that also is is a huge piece too because I get to come home. I was, I was, that's what I was curious I, you about. You know, you're, you're right. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I get to come home and vent. And, yeah. and, and she like, and she kind of understands it, right? Yeah. She gets she she understands the the arena, and and uh, she can sympathize. And she can be empathetic, but yeah. she can also be very, hey, step back now. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. But that's what we need, you know right? I mean? We exactly. need yeah. somebody to, at the times yeah. to say that, hey, yeah. you got to step back. You you know, I love yeah. that. You got to let me get it out mm-hmm. and right. let me feel my feels <laughs> and stuff, and then she, then she'll bring me back to, hey, you know. <laughs> 
you know, you, you got to think, think this through a little bit too. Yeah. So, you know, it's that whole thing. Bring you back in. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she's, she's fantastic at that. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, social media. So maybe social media platforms, uh, maybe what platforms, Tom, are you on? Who do you follow? But then I want to get into like the addiction part of it. Cause that's what we see a lot of. And I, and, and when I say we, I think we all are seeing that adults and adults, uh, are in this too, right? We're, we're, we're addicted to our phones, but so just kind of maybe what, what's social media platforms you on, who are you following, all that kind of stuff. I, and then let's talk about the addiction part of it. You know, I've slowed down for a long time. I was, I, I was on Twitter and Facebook and did all that and I, I'll, I'll still scroll it, but I don't produce as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'll, and I still look through and look through a, a smaller number of people that I have. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is more my professional one where I'll look, look for professional learning and follow sure. some people and try to gain some, but I've really, you know, slowed down, uh, in that My, you know, if you ask, uh, anyone <laughs> is my addiction is, is uh, clash of clans and clash Royale. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I play that way too much. <laughs> I, I get some serious street cred though. When I walk in the lunchroom and show my base, they're oh like, my gosh. okay, Mr. <laughs> Brenner, yeah, street cred with, with some of the kids in the lunchroom, <laughs> uh, four or five years ago is really street cred. It's not as, it's not yeah. as popular anymore. I got to figure out what game they're playing and get back into it. <laughs> Cause I usually we'd go in there and I'd play with them and we'd have, it's, it's a way to connect with the yeah. kids and stuff like that. But I'm, you know, I'm a very competitive person, so mm-hmm. I want to be the best at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I spend too much time doing that, but I don't do as much social media, yeah. you know, as I used to. What do you, what do you, what do you see or what do you think maybe we could do, um, in general, maybe from the educational system or from actually anything that we could do to help kids or adults with the kind of the addiction phase of it or, you know, the cat's out of the bag. We ain't putting it back in. <laughs> True. <laughs> it ain't happening. You know, and you guys deal with this. We call it Social Media Monday. Where we're mopping oh, yeah. up all the stuff on Monday mm-hmm. that happened over the weekend mm-hmm. with the kids, you know, and, and it's it's inevitable. Uh, but you're, you're right. It's an addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I found that out, you know, you find that out four or five years ago when you try to, you know, take a kid's phone or something. <laughs> and I mean, they... You know, I've seen some really crazy yeah. stuff when I've taken mm-hmm. kids' phones. Like it's a panic attack. Just reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it it's an addiction. And and I don't have the answer to it. I don't I don't have the answer to it. I mean, we, we can teach about it, which we're doing mm-hmm. now. We we sure. you know, it's another thing that's been put on to us to to help kids with. Uh and which we do, but I it's we can't solve that. That's it's kind of a mental health type thing yeah. Yeah. where, where it, it surely affects kids and it surely affects the way they view themselves. And, um, you know, it's, it's, and, and they can also be very painful for some, it can cause a lot of damage for some, for a lot of kids. So. Right. Yes. And it's that, uh, creating that, that, uh, positive digital footprint. Right. And that's, right. you try to educate, like you said, educate students, educate parents about stuff you're putting on there. That's on there. That's never, that's not, that's not going away and how you can do that in a positive way. Cause there's also the, you can also look at it as a good way. If you're doing it in a good way, in a positive way, employers and will look and say, Oh, wow, look at this person. This person is, you know, 
Right. Well, and I, I just think back, you know, uh, there's still, you know, I'm working with 11, 12, and 13-year-olds, and they're going to do and say dumb things. <laughs> you know, they, the do, they do that. <laughs> and, and, and I always say, hey, if they're going to do and say dumb things, there's no better place to do it than in our school. Yeah. Because then we can teach. It's a teachable thing. We can teach and learn. But I'm thinking of the dumb things I did and said yeah. when I was yeah. that age. Yeah. Um, if I had a phone in my hand, I probably yeah. would have set them on the phone. I don't know how we changed yeah. that. Yeah. And you know, I think it's important. They're, 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 they don't have, you know, they don't have that frontal lobe. Right. They, they don't, they can't process that for, that's just who they are. Yeah. And that's the way they're always going to be. So so we got to figure out a way to give some yeah. grace that way too, because yeah. kids are going to say dumb and do dumb things and it shouldn't be a, yeah. but now it is. I mean, yeah. it's there. Like you just said, it's there forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. never being erased and it could come, you could be 25 and yeah. somebody could bring up something you wrote when you're yeah. 12 and it could bury you. Yeah. And I, you I, and I the, don't know if that's right. I think they hit the nail on the head about the grace piece. And it's, it's easy for us as educators, as adults to, to use the old, phrase, right? You should know better. All right. No, they don't know better. I but, mean, again, I think, I mean, I love that you said if you were, if you had a phone when you were 11, 12, and 13, I say the same things to kids all the time. I'm like, if I had that access to that stuff when I was your age, I guarantee I would have made bad decisions. Right. Guarantee it. So being able to acknowledge that and, and give them the, the benefit of the doubt that they, they don't know how to use it appropriately. That's, that's what we're here for. Right. And so just remembering that. And um, I think that's great. Because I think we forget that. What about uh, let's just throw out the old AI chat GPT kind of. What are you thinking about that? I mean, that's going to change, right? That's going to change the direction of a lot of different industries, education included. Are, are you guys dealing with that much at the middle school level? Not, not, not much at the, at our level. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I think too. We we really we do a lot of stuff. You know, we're we've kind of set ourselves up uh, instructionally. So we do a lot of stuff in class. So we do a lot of, you know, we've worked really hard for student voice, uh, uh, critical thinking skills, and and doing, uh, you know, Socratic seminar yep. stuff in class. So so the teacher's not necessarily, hand, you know, the, the person in center in charge, but the kids are bringing their voice. And we do a lot of that through literacy. So we're reading, so the kids are providing... Sure. You know, you know, evidence from, from what they're reading and that communication piece. And we do a lot of writing in class. So it's hard to do AI that way. Yeah. And so we, we've kind of set ourselves up. And I think, I think that's, that's what, that's what employers will tell you they want. Mm -hmm. That's what, in ki that's what kids, kids do have opinions and they like to talk about stuff that's in the news and, and stuff that's pertinent to them right now. Yeah. And that's a good way to get them to read. And so we've kind of set ourselves up with that. But I also see, I don't, you know, AI is just another thing, you know, in when AI, it's going to be some, there's always a challenge for us. You right. know, there's going to always be the next challenge for right. us as educational leaders. And I, I, I see AI could, could be positive too. Mm -hmm. It could act as mm -hmm. tutors. It could act as, you know, it can, kids can go in and learn things from it. Uh, and and it can be abused like anything else, um, and that's something we're going to have to be careful of. But it also can can be an agent of change and positive. I I, I tell your listeners to go out and um, uh, uh, I forget his first name, but Khan Academy. Oh, um, uh, he's yeah, I can't think of it either. But, but go out and listen to his TED talk. 
And he's yeah. and his communication on it is, hey, we can use this for positive. Yep. Instead, of, we don't have to think of it as all negative. Um, and he's trying to set up, you know, a a chat bot in in his in his uh, can academy stuff. Where, mm-hmm. So it, when kids are doing math problems, it won't tell them the problem, but it will recognize it will recognize the mistakes they're making or the yeah. misconceptions they're having, like on a math problem. And they'll say, "I saw you did this. Why did you, you know?" And, the, and the, it will talk talk about theory. Or when you're reading li- literacy, he he brings up that you can have a chat with with the main character, mm-hmm. and the the AI will talk to you like it's the main character, so you can ask questions, you know, stuff like that. And so there's there's some positive uses we can use for it, and that's what I could, that's what I I would focus on. Yeah, there's going to be bad stuff, but with every, and I've been through it. There's always, you know, yeah. every tool yeah. will be abused and, and, in some capacity. Yeah. And I've I've said this forever. Every generation looks for a way to bug their yeah <laughs> their their parents. You know, there's every generation. It's you know we did it when we were kids, and our kids did it. Yeah, I gotta tell you just a quick funny story here. We just had commencement, and I just had my youngest go through commencement. My mom uh, flew up from Arizona, and she was here, and she was telling. Uh, my kids about back when she uh, graduated from high school, they were one of the first classes to throw their uh, uh, caps up in the air. Well, that was like bad. That's a big deal, I bet. Bad, bad, <laughs> bad. And so like parents were calling into the principal saying, you shouldn't allow that. That's not respectful and all that stuff. And I'm like, wow, that was an interesting perspective that I was like, really? Huh, I never knew that. Yeah. So that, that wasn't, that was kind of, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. So that's how it kind of all started. But there were, back then it was even those type of things, you know, yeah. throwing the cap up in the air. I've been doing it so long and some of the things go in circles. I'm like, oh, now you're doing this again. That, that <laughs> yeah. happened about 12 years ago. Now it's coming back. <laughs> so let's shift into work life balance. Um, you talked a little bit about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess you're gonna talk about some exercise and stuff like that. But uh, what's your relationship with work-life balance? How do you achieve it? Has it always been um, easy? Have you struggled with it in the past? Uh, what's it look like for you? Do you follow routines? Right. And you've kind of talked a little bit about that. But. You guys, you guys should have vetted me a little bit more <laughs> before. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would say my work-life balance is out of whack. Okay. That's okay. That's, That's why we hey. have everybody's on their own journey. <laughs> out of whack. Uh, I, I literally have 17 days I got to spend before... <laughs> July first, or they're gone. You know, they're you know that's not you know there's not seven. Oh, is there seventeen? Uh, they're not seventeen. There's no, not no, seventeen not. days. No, you're not, not getting them. You're losing no, them. They're gone, and that's that's getting ten to carry over. So, <laughs> I it, it's not you know I really enjoy my work. Yeah. All right. So I kind of have to say, hey, I have to tell myself a lot of times is, um, you know, it, you're right. I mean, I do have some stuff I love doing. I mean, I, I love I love to golf. I'm not mm-hmm. a good golfer, but I love to golf. So I, I spend my summers trying to do that as as much as possible. Uh, so so that's an ex- escape for me. And then okay. you know, you know, you know, growing up, you know, now my kids are gone. It's re refinding those hobbies. Like I said, we bought mm-hmm. some electric bikes. Uh, me and my wife did, and uh, so. So it's just trying to re-engage and find those hobbies because when you're when you have your three kids growing up, you're you're chasing them around, yeah. And you're kind of you know that's kind of what you do, and and that keeps you going. But now it's 
now it's back to finding finding that balance. Yeah, so, but I'm the, I'm not great at it. One of I the things we talk <laughs> we talk about is is uh, the ability to set boundaries um, between work and and personal life. And um, how are you with that? Well, I I will tell you like probably two or three years ago, I I don't open my email at night now. Okay. So there's okay. a there's, there's a boundary, a boundary I set for sure. and, and that, that is freeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I and I tell tell staff like, well, I still I got I go there's first of all, there's a good chance you're going to, you know, you get one of those emails, those mm-hmm. nasty emails from a, a parent or you get an upset uh employee, you know, something like that. There's nothing you can do about it. Right. Besides lose it. sleep. Yeah. All you're going to do is lose sleep and worry about it. The next day, there's no. You're better off picking it up in the morning mm-hmm. when you have a fresh perspective um, over it. You have a good night's sleep because if you l- pick it up in the at night, you're gonna lose sleep over it and think, okay, how am I gonna handle this and yeah. worry about that meeting the next day. So I I do not I don't I don't check uh, people who need to get a hold of me who know me will, will text me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But the other stuff it, it can wait. I'm when I leave school, I'm I, I'm done with it. Um, that way i'm i'm pretty good at shutting off my problem is i'm not really great at leaving <laughs> you know i i you know but I, that's gotten better too yeah. but i do i i feel like i can be more present when i have when when i can walk out the door and i feel like i'm i'm ready for the next day sure. and i have most of the stuff done that i was so then i can be more present when i leave sure. the building um it's hard for me you know i'm thinking if i leave stuff half done or leave stuff not ready for the next day knowing that I can get it done. Yeah. Then I'm thinking about it and I'm not as present when yeah, I when that's, I a, that's a good strategy too. I mean, yeah, that's, that's one of the things we continually talk about is how can we stay present just in our daily life, right? If it's at work, if it's at home, if it's wherever it is in our personal life, how can you cuz if our thoughts are rolling over here right we're not here and then we're not in that present moment and i think when we lose that i think sometimes we lose ourselves. right and, and jason you know there's three kids in college now how fast that goes oh, and you want to be present yeah you don't want to miss those moments mm. and and i've missed them you've probably missed I, them too because you're not too. present yep but nobody's Nobody's ever. That's that's a regret everyone's gonna have. Nobody ever said, "Geez, I wish I would have thought more about work." <laughs> you know, they're saying, right. "I wish I would have paid more attention to that situation," or when when my daughter was doing this, or my son was doing that, or you know what I mean. It's, those I th- moments you'll never get back, yeah. and I, I try to tell my staff that all the time. I was just gonna say, Tom, I know you you do a really good job of that, and I would say that too to any, um, you know, leader, principal, whatever. Let make sure your staff, make sure they can go to see those things because they're not coming back right. and you don't get those back. And so the more you can do that, I think too, that will create a, uh, a good, healthy relationship with your staff as well too, because they know that your priority is making sure family's taken care of too. Right. So I think that's great. Well, and that's what we do. We're in the kid business um, and we want, we want families to be involved. And if we're not going to allow our own staff to be involved, then that's kind of hypocritical. Right. So I, I think it's really important. I, and that's a, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's one of those things that you, you, you just can't, you can't stress enough to your younger staff because they just, they don't get it. I didn't get it. Yep. You know, you just, you just got to force it upon them. No, you're going to go. You, you need to go to that. No, you're going to go. <laughs> you're going to go see that. Yeah, so, it's important. Yep. Let's switch it up here a little bit. Let's talk uh, just leadership in general. What does leadership mean to Tom Brenner? And then I want to talk 
Kevin and I, we talk about this all the time. We have a lot of leaders. We have a lot of principals. And you know you serve on the board and president of the MASSP. Burnout. Overworked. Fried out. I don't know if I can do this job anymore. So let, let's first talk about what does leadership mean to Tom Brenner, and then let's go and get into the burnout phase of that. My, you know, I'm, I'm a reluctant leader, I would say. I didn't really, you know, I, when I went into it, I would kind of, I, I remember a teacher, uh, Dan McNulty stopped in my room. He goes, hey, we're starting uh, this cohort, uh, first classes tonight. You should come check it out. <laughs> you know, so, and so I went. And, and, you know, I said, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick it out. And then so I stuck it out, got my, my principal license and, uh, and got the job. But I, I, you know, the leadership part of it is, is, is just, I, I guess, just being good to people mm, is, yeah. is the big thing to me. Is, is just, you know, I, and people say I'm, I'm very direct. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a truth teller that way and stuff. But what I... What I've always tried to do is always, um, you know, separate the job from the person and always treat people with respect and dignity, um, no matter, no matter where we're at professionally, you know, so I always, you know, always try to talk to people about their family and, and have concern about who they are and what they're doing as a, as a person, that, that, that piece of it. And then separate the other side of it and, and I'll, I'll pull you in and be honest with you about what's going on and stuff but that doesn't mean I'll treat you any differently when we're we're in the hallway or you know you always have my respect as a person and, and and I always go at it from the viewpoint of every all my teachers got in it because they they like kids and they mm-hmm. want to do what's right by kids yep. and that, that's my job to, to, to help them get better at that so but I I don't know I mean I wish I had a magic like here's my, you know, I had a, a wooden triangle or something I could show you. Well, here, let me tell you guys. Yeah. But it's just about being a good person, being good to other people, but also pushing them and and trying to help them reach their full potential. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people respect that. So I love that. That's great. Let's talk a little bit about too much on people's plates. It could be teachers. It could be anybody in education. It could be, I don't know, you could be in the private sector, wherever it is, but there's so much we, we, we talk about burnout and, right. you know, I don't know if I can do this job anymore. What are, what's some advice, what's some things you would, you would share uh, to others about that? Well, I, I think it's important. I've always said it's important to be really good at two or three things mm, than, yeah. than, 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 uh, than mediocre at a, at a bunch of things. <laughs> sure. So I, I've always tried to be the gatekeeper. I think, you know, I just had this conversation with a staff member. I was just like, you know, I, I've always tried to be the gatekeeper of, of initiatives and stuff coming in. Let's be really good at it. If we're going to take this on, let's do it and be really good at it. That means we're going to have to push some other stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's be really good at this piece of what we're doing. And I, I, I've just had this conversation like I haven't been a very good gatekeeper the last few years. I, mm. I've been letting too much. Let's let's slow down and let's really just focus in on what we're doing and start to shed some of this other stuff. So Love that's that. another reminder I I have to tell, you know, because I I try to do that for my staff is because you can only take on so much and we can only be so so good at so many things. So I mean, you know, you're an old basketball guy, right? Yeah. 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 
have three really good moves instead of yeah. three yeah. three ten point yeah. moves instead yeah. of <laughs> a bunch of two point moves. Yeah, you know what for I mean? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I, I you know, I've always tried to tried to look at it that way and, and to keep that off of people's plates. What's really hard is you have some of your staff and you, you see this, you have some of your staff who want to do they're just yeah, they're yeah. and they're hard charging and you don't want to pull them back, you know, you just say but sometimes you gotta say, hey, pull them you know, Slow down and here, yeah. those are I like to hire those people. So I got a lot of those hard chargers <laughs> in my building because I like yeah. I've always said it's easier to pull someone back right. than it is yeah. to pump them up and get them going. So mm-hmm. I'd rather have somebody over try to overachieve, and I can be the person saying, "Well, slow down, yeah, and you know, let's think this through." But so, but that's you know, I I try to do that for my staff is be that gatekeeper. And like I said, I've. You know, I think a lot of my staff, if they listen to this, are going to say, whoa, whoa, listen to him. <laughs> I have not been a very good gatekeeper the last few years. But you're but, aware of it. You're, yeah. you're being open about yeah. it. And I think that's the thing. We can all get better at what we do. And it's when we can acknowledge that. And Tom, you've been doing this for a long time. I think that's the great piece of all. You can reflect upon yourself and say, hey, listen, I need to do a better job here. Yeah. And and that's great. So Yeah, that re- re- Reminds me, uh, you know, because I went through the Minnesota Principals Academy. Oh, yeah. And Katie Pakel has been a great mentor for me. But I remember, uh, and I went through before she started running it. And I, I went through, I was a part of the, I'm I'm not old, I was part of the original the original cohort, one, yeah. The first cohort. But I remember sitting in there thinking, what am I doing here? <laughs> I am so bad. <laughs> I'm a bad principal. <laughs> Just listening to them, what they're doing and what, you know, yeah. the, the initiatives, these, these people. Yeah. But I mean that, and back then it was a two year hitch. So, and it was a couple days, uh, a month, but I learned so much, uh, from those other people. Uh, it was, it was fantastic. But I just remember you, you saying that I, you can admit it, but man, I just, there's times I'm thinking, oh man, am I bad? I'm bad at what I was doing. <laughs> so... It's a journey. It yeah. is. It's a journey. We got to learn. You got to grow every every day. And yep, some days, like you said, Tom, there's good, and some days there's not. And some years you're like, oh crap, I let too much in here. We gotta we gotta back up. Yep. So, I love that reflection. Hey, we've got two questions here that we want to wrap up with. One of them uh, is what what are some of your favorite leadership or health resources, books, podcasts, people, apps that you would recommend to listeners or people that are listening to the show right now? Uh, go check out. Well, I plug you too. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, there's a podcast I listen to a lot. It's called Have You Heard? Oh yeah. I I really I really like that podcast, uh, educational podcast. But I you know I I listen to to a, a lot of stuff, a lot of humor and stuff outside of mm-hmm. of school, and that's probably another mental health thing. Just a break from from what I'm doing. I, um, uh, the uh, results now is a, is a book I'm into right now. Uh, it's a remake smoker, oh, yeah. uh, remake of, of what he did. Uh, I think he, he's a truth teller mm-hmm. and, and if you're not, if you don't want to hear bad things about education, then don't read it. <laughs> but I think sometimes we, we do educational speak and yep. we we you know we get in front of our boards and we say things that you know there's you know I've sat I've sat in our board meetings sometimes listening to my teacher and, and thinking looking at him going well that's nice but I I don't know if that's happening in our school you know because we don't want to you know we right. don't want to look bad sure. in front of but also so I think it's really important that you know we we're real honest with ourselves 
um, and look at our warts. That's the only way we're going to get better. Mm-hmm. And so I've always been that way. So it's, so yeah. If you, the results now book is a book I'm reading right now. I'm I'm probably on chapter three, but I'm a big time educational reader. I, so I'll, I'll read it. I'll, you know, ASCD brings out the, oh, those yeah. books uh, quarterly. So I I read through most of those books and stuff like that. And so if you're interested in that stuff, uh, I am getting uh, reading training. I'm going to go through go through uh, the the uh, reading training this summer that they're putting on at the University of Minnesota, and mm. it's, it's the for the lower level reading. Okay. So I just I just want to learn. I want to know what my kids can't do, so I can talk that language with them. Being a leader, I'm a math teacher, so this is something I yeah. I, I got to learn to be better at. You know, growing, so. learning, passionate. Yeah. That's I great. love it. Yeah, that's well, great. And that's important too, because I we talk about that all the time, and, and I tell my staff that all the time, and that's part of their evaluation all the time. What are you doing? I mean, as long as you continue to learn, you'll have a place here, uh, because but as soon as you think you got it figured out, uh, you know I'm going to be on you a little bit because because yep. you got to grow and learn and get better. Yeah. Uh, and we don't have all the answers, uh, but you know, and and we can't be afraid to fail. I think that's that's a huge thing that. in education. Teachers are afraid to fail. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I tell them that when I'm coming in, I'd say, hey, I want to come in and I want you, I want to, you know, I want you to try something new and I'm okay with you if it's a big, glorious mistake. Yeah. You know, we tell our kids that all the time. How do you learn? Right. You know, you, know, you learn through your mistakes. Um, you know, that's how your brain's growing. You know, if you knew it and you could do it the first time, yep. well, then you didn't learn anything. Right. And so I, I think our staff need need a big portion of that too and and lord knows they watch me make mistakes all the time so i'm not afraid to make mistakes in front of them so that's great that's good last question what would you tell a listener right now if they were wanting one piece of advice to try to move in the right direction in their overall health and wellness journey what's one thing that they could maybe implement tomorrow i you know what? I, I think so much of that is relational. So I would I would say find your person or find your people, hmm. uh, and and that might mean getting rid of some of your people. You know, you know, figure out what you want and then find your people uh, who are doing it, and and let you know join their tribe. You know what I mean? And and get on on with them. And there's so many ways to do that now today. So that's one another positive about social media. There you can find people that way, not necessarily next door, but I would say find those people, get on board with them and uh, start your mental health or your physical health journey that way. So I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. That Very really good. impactful, insightful, and just yeah, find your tribe, find that's the people good. that. What do they say? They say you 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 will eventually be surrounded. Whoever you're surrounding yourself, the five right. people you're surrounding yourself, that's who you're going to be. Average, right? You're going to yeah. be yeah. So I think that's great. Uh, I Tom, think it's so important to uh, that other piece. You might have to shed some. Yeah, yes. that's great. It, that's okay. It's okay yeah. to say you know what I I can't. We're, yeah, it's that okay. Is a, We're gonna. I'm gonna move in this direction. Yeah, I love what you said there. That's fantastic. Tom, thank you so much for stepping in here and sitting down with us. Uh, you and I just met each other uh, an hour ago, and I, I, I can I can sincerely say you have a very 
authentic energy about you. Um, and you come across uh, very, very sincere, a lot of compassion, a lot of empathy, uh, a lot of wisdom. Um, and I have a feeling you're a pretty funny guy, too. I got a feeling. Later. We'll, we'll find out <laughs> later, yeah. okay? So, I like to think I'm funnier than I am. <laughs> well, see, okay. right there. Can I tell so, you one more story? Yeah, absolutely. So when I started teaching, I started teaching by, and, and I just want to bring this up because this has lived with me forever. I started teaching, uh, you know, this guy started teaching next to me. His name's Mike Bushy. He's a wonderful teacher. Uh, and so it was my first year there, and I remember one of the things he told me. He came in and he goes, yeah, I cannot believe he, he's told me something positive happened in his classroom. And then he looked at me and he goes, I can't believe they pay me for this. <laughs> and then, so now fast forward, you know, it's, I think it's been 22 years now. Now I'm his principal and I'm his supervisor. Yeah. And he still tells me all the time, I can't believe they pay me for this. This is crazy. And that's stuck with me forever. Mm-hmm. You know, we are lucky. We get a shape uh, the youth, you know, and it can be ugly and messy, but you know what? There is nothing better when a kid comes back to you and tells you what you did for him or that yeah. thing you never, you, you don't even remember what you said, but you said that thing and it stuck and yeah. it changed, it changed their path. You know, yeah. we are so fortunate in our profession. I don't want people to forget that because we get, we get a lot of crap, yeah. you know, and, and more so now than ever. And we can't find teachers because nobody's going into teaching. But it's still a very noble profession. You're yeah. not going to get rich. You won't be poor. You can raise your children and stuff. But, man, they're, they're, you will not ever get what we get on a daily basis. So Love that, Tom. That's a good way to end it. Hey, Tom, where, where can, uh, if somebody wants to reach out to you, Tom, where can they find you? Uh, they, they can call my school or email <laughs> me. I'm on Twitter, but not much. So, yeah. And I'm a little bit on Facebook, but, but, but not yeah. much. But so, I, I, give me a call. I will call you back. It makes me feel important when somebody <laughs> reaches out to me. Like, oh, wow, somebody's... What's my opinion? <laughs> well, I, I would say, uh, you know, I've gotten to know Tom over the last uh, several years, just being part of the board and Tom being on the board. Now, again, he's <laughs> come back to be yeah. the president. This is a two-time president gig here, man. That's big I, time. I did a year and a half as president. I'm not president anymore. I know. But, past president. Yeah, I know, but you, you, you had to... I'm a proud, proud you, past president. You're a MSC. past president, but <laughs> you, you, you came in and helped out. But I would say, Tom, uh, everything that you, being the MASSP, a secondary principal of the year, so well-deserved. I mean, the, the work that you do at Cloquet uh, Middle School, the work that you do throughout the state, the impact that you have with others, um, you're always there for people, and I really appreciate that, and I love that you continually want to push this profession, grow this profession, and grow the teaching profession. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and I look forward to spending time with you this week here. Yeah. How about any bling? I can... Any bling I can show off at the conference this week for you too? Huh? Sure. Hat, hats, yeah, yes, yes. We I'd, got we got I'd love to be your some endorsements. We got you some, go. we got some stuff for you too. All right. Hey, thanks so take much, care. Tom. Yep, have a good one. You guys thanks, take Tom. care. We appreciate you hanging out with the two principals today as we continue on this journey towards a healthier and happier you. One step at a time, one conversation at a time. We would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate review our podcast wherever you listen. And we are so grateful for your support. As always, please follow us on all of our social media accounts at Two Principles. You can find us on the web at twoprinciples.com. Questions for Kevin or myself, email us at twoprinciplespodcast at gmail.com. 
As always, thanks for raising your frequency today and looking inward, wishing you peace and happiness on your journey. Remember, a better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Until next time, get out of your head and into your heart.